Welcome to another David McCracken Ministries podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. I had not planned to speak tonight. I know, thanks, Pastor Stephen. But God spoke a phrase to me in worship this morning and I knew that I had to share tonight as briefly or as lengthily. (laughs) Whenever a prophet says briefly, you can roll your eyes. But I just want to share this and download it and so it's, it's just fresh as it's come and some of it you may already know but I just encourage you to lean in and listen with your spirit because I'm smiling already on the inside because everything that has happened tonight from the moment worship began to everything Pastor Stephen has got up and shared is exactly along the line of what God wants to say. And the phrase he gave me is the power of a prophetic declaration. The power, the power, the supernatural, dunamis, mighty power of a prophetic declaration. And some of you might be going, I don't even know what a prophetic declaration is. And so we're going to have a brief download. And I pray you receive this in your spirit. And I just want to say up front, when we say the word prophetic, I am not just talking to the people who consider themselves to have a prophetic gifting in this house. Every believer is called to be prophetic. Prophetic. Living a prophetic life is hearing from God and walking in the truth of what he said. It's here and obey. Every believer filled with the Spirit is called to live a prophetic life. And I want to just download on the power of a prophetic declaration. And I felt there was a shift that needed to happen for some of you here tonight, perhaps all of you here. And Steve's been talking about shifts. Who's been so blessed by the depth of the word? Who has had something implanted that they know is not just going to change them today, but as they walk through today and tomorrow and next week, it's been so powerful. Thank you, Steve. The power of a prophetic declaration. The power of prophetic declaration is the spoken word. It is not a thought in our mind, it is spoken. Everything God does is through the spoken word. He created the universe through the spoken word. Jesus spoke a word and calmed the wind and waves. Jesus spoke a word and cast out demons. He healed the sick. The power of the prophetic declaration is in the spoken word. And if you have your, had your spiritual antenna attuned in in the last couple of years, you will know that the enemy has been trying to shut down the voice of the church, shut down the voice of individual believers. And it is a powerful tool of intimidation to close our mouths because he knows if we can have a revelation of who God is and who we are in Christ and if we begin to declare that out, that he is in serious trouble. He is in serious trouble. And so I know that there have been people in here and I'm sure we all have at one time or another where we have struggled even literally just to open our mouths and praise has anyone ever felt like that? It's, it's so hard to open our mouths and praise. Let me tell you something. Yes, our soul gets in there, our emotion gets in there, but it is a tool of the enemy. 
And Pastor Stephen already spoke into this tonight, this decision of our will to step in and open our mouths even when we don't feel like it, even when we don't see it. And that's actually what the prophetic is. The prophetic is declaring the unseen into being. It is declaring the unseen. Hebrews 11 talks about faith being the evidence. What's evidence? Evidence is something you can see, right? Or touch. It's tangible. But faith is the evidence of things we don't yet see. And so the power in a prophetic declaration is prophesying what we may not see in the natural to bring it from heaven to earth in the supernatural, in the spiritual realm. To declare is to announce something clearly, firmly, publicly or officially. Now, we can make prophetic declarations in public and we've done that here tonight. How many have had their spirits lifted tonight? Yep. How many of you make prophetic declarations in your own households? Amen. But we need to do more of it because it's easier to do it in a corporate but there's so much power in it in the private as well too. So what is a prophetic declaration? This is what God gave me. A prophetic declaration is to speak aloud God's full purpose and his original intention. I'll say that again. A prophetic declaration is to speak aloud God's full purpose and his original intention. Prophetic revelation comes from a revelation of who God is, who we are in Christ, and his intention for his kingdom to come here on earth. God showed me something in worship this morning about prophetic declarations. You know that old song, Jesus first, yourself last and others in between? Oh, no. No, that's not happening. I thought everyone knew that. Okay. All right. Well, I've just lost you there. That whole point's gone now. Next point. Stop laughing, Adrian. I'm not, I'm not speaking. I'm not singing this song. I can't even remember the whole words now. You've totally, fly, you've totally blown everything. It's all good. The premise of it is that we learn the culture of kingdom being we honour God first, we defer to others, and then we're, we, we stand in the position of we're never pushing ourselves forward. But here's the thing. In prophetic declaration, yes, we declare the truth of who God is, and that's not prophetic. That's the truth of who he is. Sometimes we have to speak it out in faith, because we may not see the revelation of it, but that's not a prophetic declaration. That's a declaration of truth. So we must understand that. What we did tonight is a declaration of truth. Sometimes we have to do it in faith. You may not have been able to see when we were singing about more beautiful than thousands and ten thousands. And then we say, God, give me a revelation of your beauty and your glory. So we declare the truth in faith, but that's not a prophetic declaration. That is truth. We stand on truth. But a prophetic declaration, here's where we have tripped up as the church. 
we, we declare truth about God and then we step straight into trying to prophetically declare truth about our families, about our situations, about what's going on in the world and in the kingdom and we miss prophetically declaring about ourselves. And we wonder why we sometimes feel like we are lacking the power and the authority and it's because there's so much self-talk going on in our minds about I don't think I'm good enough to do this and I'm not sure that that thing's true that the Bible said about me and I'm not even sure that prophetic word that I received is true and do I really have the authority to face up to this demonic power and all sorts of other things. And so we step from worshipping God, which is totally right, always first. And then we step into trying to go your kingdom come, but we haven't had the prophetic declaration over our own lives of who we are in Christ and we don't practice it. And then we don't wonder why we can't step out in power and authority because we're not actually walking in the revelation of who we are in Christ and that he has given us all authority. You see, when God came to Moses at the burning bush, if you know the story... Moses is like, um, can you send someone else? I stutter, right? If you know the story of Gideon, he's like, uh, I'm the least of my tribe. I don't think I should be doing this battle. Jeremiah said, I'm too young. God always had to work on their identity first before he sent them to kingdom assignment. And the church tries to go from worship to kingdom assignment without fixing their eyes on his identity in us. And so prophetic declaration in terms of the prophetic, because we declare truth, but I'm talking now prophetic declaration needs to start with us, who we are in Christ. You try and fight the battle without knowing who you are in Christ, you're sunk. Why do you think the enemy, I think Steve even mentioned this this morning or last night or Friday night or whatever night it was, or maybe it was last week at another church, I don't even remember anymore. What was the first thing the father said when Jesus was baptised? This is my son in whom I am well pleased. What's the first thing the devil came to attack? If you really are the son of God. You see, the enemy attacks our identity and our authority and yet we think we just want to praise and then step straight into kingdom assignment. I tell you what, we need to learn how to declare who we are in Christ. We need to get up in the morning and say, I am a child of God. I am redeemed. I am a son or a daughter of the living God. I am blessed with every spiritual blessing. I am filled with the Spirit of God and with His power and authority. I am a blood-bought child of the Most High God. This is how we need to get up every morning. What's that? That's a prophetic declaration because I tell you what, you might not feel it every morning. You might not feel it, but when you don't feel it, the best way to deal with it is to speak out prophetic declaration. A prophetic declaration is the truth of God's intention and the fullness of who Jesus Christ is in us. I can't. It's not on my notes. Stop mucking me up. This is fresh. I don't have a whole thing prepared here. This is just fresh manner. Life and death, we know this. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18 verse 20 to 21 says, From the fruit 
of their mouth, get this, a person's stomach is filled with the harvest of their lips, they are satisfied. There is a harvest to be reaped from our lips that brings contention, contentness and satisfaction that is found in the prophetic declaration of who God says we are. With the harvest of their lips, they are satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death. Now we know this, but let's be honest, we don't always practice it. And this actually is something that needs to be practiced. We have to practice it when we don't feel like it. I wonder what the body of Christ would look like if every believer got up in the morning, and not as an ego thing, but if every believer stood in the mirror and declared who they were in Christ, nothing can separate me from the, from the love of Christ. Nothing. Nothing today can separate me from that. Nothing can separate me from his peace and joy. If we started our day declaring his promises over us, what would that look like? The tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. There is fruit in prophetic declaration. Godly prophetic declaration only comes from one source. It only comes from one source. The vessel may differ, but it only comes from one source. And that is true prophetic declaration. The only source is God. It can come through different vessels. It can come from the Holy Spirit just while you're meditating. But that will always align with his word. It will come from the word. Like Steve was saying this morning, meditating on the word until we have that aha moment. It can come through other believers, through a message, through a sermon, through a song. Tilly was singing over us prophetically tonight. It can come through Will playing prophetically. It can come through anything when we are submitted to the will of the Father. Anything can bring prophetic declaration that points us to him, a revelation of him and the truth of who we are. It can come through a prayer. It can come through an individual. It can come corporately. The vessel may differ, but it's always from God. Always from God. Thank you, James chapter 3, verse 9, and 11, 9 to 11 says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? Now, when we read that, I reckon probably most of us think, Oh, I mustn't curse my brother and sister which is correct. But if you read the scripture in its entire entirety, it says you should not curse anyone, anyone in mankind because God made everyone. That includes self. If we are honest, who is the person we curse the most? Who is the person we would curse the most? Self. Self. And so we are speaking death when we do that. And so we actually have to cut that off and prophetically declare life, even when we don't believe it necessarily and even when we don't see it. We have to step up to the plate and say, this is what the Word of God says. I'm going to stand on it, but I'm not just standing on it in my mind or because I've read it. People, we have to open our mouths. The power is in the spoken word. Spoken word. 
we must understand that the enemy will always seek to destroy any calling on our lives before it comes to fruitfulness. You think of King David. He was anointed and then he came under extreme attack. The enemy tried to take out his life before he came into the fullness of his prophetic destiny. Every single one of you in this room has a prophetic destiny. I don't mean by that, but every one of you has a call to have a prophetic gift, although you can hunger after it and ask after it because Paul said you can. But every single one of us has a destiny which is prophetic. What I mean by that is God has an intention and purpose for every single one of your lives And he wants to see it brought into the fullness of that intention. And so a prophetic declaration brings our mouth into agreement with God's intention. And we stand on it and we say, I agree with that. I agree. I don't speak out of my mouth anything that's going to cause death to his intention. I come into agreement with it. All right, I've got three ways to equip you or to empower your prophetic declaration. Here's the first one. It's very simple and it ties in so strongly with what Steve was sharing this morning. And maybe you do this already, but if you do it already, I encourage you to step it up because we are in a spiritual battle and we fight spiritual battle with spiritual weapons. So the first way you can empower your prophetic declaration is to express scripture as a prophetic declaration and turn it into the first person. Pastor Stephen already talked about this tonight. You've pretty much taken half my message, but that's good because it was prophetic, right? It's on God's heart. So don't just quote the scripture, which is good. Don't hear what I'm not saying, okay? Turn it into an I am statement. Our you are is towards God and our I am is the prophetic declaration over us that he has already made. It's us coming into agreement. So we declare the truth of who God is. You are majestic. You are good. You are faithful. You are true. You are not a man that you should lie. We declare that and then we declare I am. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. You know, Jesus made a a prophetic declaration. Spit it out. Help me here, church. Come on, you're going to have to preach with me. (laughs) Jesus made a prophetic declaration over his disciples. He made many of them. But he said, you will receive power. You will receive power. That's prophetic. They didn't have it yet. He said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. What's that? That's a prophetic declaration. And so what's our prophetic declaration in response? It's not I will, it's I have received power. I am full uh, full of the Holy Spirit. I am your witness in my family, in my street, in my neighborhood, in my community, at the shopping center, at my workplace, at my school. That is a prophetic declaration and it needs to be spoken out of our mouth. That's what we call coming into agreement with the word of God. So express scripture as a prophetic declaration. 
There are so many scriptures and you find the ones that you go, I know this is speaking to me because I'm struggling with fear or anxiety or I'm struggling with this or whatever it is that's going on in your life or a situation with family or I'm struggling with God. I don't know how I'm going to provide for this. Will you declare, God, you are my provider. You are and I am. I am. I am. It's a proclamation. It's a declaration. I am provided for by my Father, by my Heavenly Father, because you are Jehovah Jireh. Not God, please help me, which is relevant. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I think I copy Steve. Don't hear what I'm not saying. (laughs) It's not that we can't pray God help me prayers or God bless me prayers. But there is a big difference between a prophetic declaration, which is an announcement It's an announcement, it's a proclamation to to God, to our spirit, and also to the enemy. You know what? The enemy can't read your mind. Did you know that? The enemy cannot read your mind. But he can hear your words. If you wonder why the enemy always attacks in a certain place, it's because you've already voiced that there's a vulnerability or a weakness there. So you have to start voicing a proclamation of your strength in Jesus Christ. And that becomes your prophetic declaration. And when the enemy comes against you, you come against him with a big kick in the teeth. And you say, Jesus has already won the victory. I rebuke you, spirit of fear. I'm not going to come into agreement with that in my life because Jesus is my Prince of Peace and I have no anxiety and I will come into alignment with Scripture and I will go, that's my Scripture and I'm going to declare it every morning. That's my prophetic declaration. So express Scripture as a prophetic declaration. Here's the second thing. Express prophetic words that have been spoken as a prophetic declaration. So any words that you as a church have received corporately, this is something I am, okay, I'm not encouraging, I'm challenging you to step up in. Now, I know you honour the prophetic that comes. I know you honour the word that comes. And I know you honour particularly when there is a prophetic word that is directional or things are spoken. I know you honour that. But when was the last time you declared it out your mouth? There is a power in coming into agreement when someone comes in and particularly gives a word corporately, and I know Steve has done this, and said, this is what I see. When we go home and take that on board and we say, God, I come into agreement with that, I say yes and amen to that word and you speak it out, what are you doing? You are prophetically declaring it into being. You are partnering with God to bring it into the fullness of intention. This is both for corporate and individual words. Individual words for you, your family, your marriage, your ministry, whatever it is. Now, some of you might already do some of this, but again, I'm going to challenge you to step this up because stewarding the prophetic is the greatest way to release the prophetic. Stewarding the prophetic is the greatest way to release the the prophetic. Some of you are going, I feel like I'm not hearing God at the moment. Well, what was the last thing he said to do and have you done it? What was the last thing he said to do and are you declaring it over your life? Often the prophetic, if it's an individual word, will pull out gold that you don't even see. 
And here's what we do. We're like, oh, I'm not sure that's actually me. I can confess I've done this. In fact, I looked back over words that I received um, 25 years ago that were spoken over Steve and I and there was words spoken about leadership and the prophetic and I clearly rolled my eyes because you heard laughter and then, yes, you too, Sally. So I, I clearly did not have my spirit attuned to what God was saying. But this is where we have to trust and pray and lean in and say, God, I thank you for that word. I thank you for that word over my life or my ministry or my prophetic destiny or over my family or what's going on in my workplace. And I come into alignment with it and I thank you for it. And I say in faith, yes and amen to that word. Let it be according to your word. So steward the prophetic. If anyone is ever going to give you a prophetic word, get your phone out and record it. If they say, I've got a word of encouragement, get it out, record it, write it down. And then after you've done that or type it up, pull out statements in there that are relevant as prophetic declarations that then become I am statements about who God is calling you to be or what he is saying about you. Pull it out. Pull it out. We have to pull out the gold. We have to pull out the gold, people. So often we see the rock and we don't see the stream of gold running through it. We just see the rock. What is the prophetic? The prophetic is saying there is a river of gold running through things. We've got to dig it out and you've got to pull it out. And you have to actually get your pickaxe out sometimes and you're going to say, I dig into that. I can't see it yet, but someone else can see it. And so I dig into it and I say, yes, I say, yes. And we say, I am this. I am called to minister prophetically. I, I actually struggled. A couple of years ago, someone prophesied over me and then I had it confirmed a couple of times as a prophet, not just as someone prophetically. And boy, did I wrestle and fight. So I've had to repent and, and sort that out with God. But this is, this is normal for all of us. When we have things spoken over our lives that we don't see, we struggle with it and so we come out of agreement with it and by doing that we actually abort the prophetic destiny of God in our lives. And there are people sitting here tonight and you're going, I'm not sure why this hasn't happened and I can tell you why. It's, come, it's because you've come out of agreement with what God has spoken over your life. It's, and it's time to step back into agreement. Step back into agreement you might not see it yet, but this is part of the prophetic, the faith to believe and the faith to declare spoken words. A prophetic declaration must be spoken. Whatever it is, in whatever realm it is, speak it out. And the last thing you can do to empower prophetic revelation in your life is to express the revelation you receive in your time with the Lord as prophetic declarations. And this might be as simple as, God, what are you saying to your church? What are you saying to your church right now? And then make it a prophetic declaration. Make it a prophetic prayer that you declare. God, what is your intention for this situation to bring heaven to earth, your kingdom come? And then prophetically declare it. We live lives that we can often sit and do a lot with a screen or with a book without ever opening our mouths. All the screen time nowadays is part of the enemy's agenda to get us keeping our mouths closed. It is not just enough people to read your Bible and say a two-minute prayer and be done. It's not. It's not enough. 
When did that change? It's never changed. It's God's original intention for us to have a relationship of communication. Communication. This is about communicating and coming into agreement. And what we do when we speak out that prophetic declaration is we change what is going on inside. We pull out everything that is not of God and we start speaking into the atmosphere and shifting spiritual realms. Shifting spiritual realms. Make declarations for kingdom enlargement, for faith steps, for possessing kingdom territory, to see the sick healed, to see the dead raised, to see spiritual atmosphere shifted, to see God's glory revealed in every community, every city, every nation. Prophetic declarations. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20. I'm pretty sure Steve has spoken on this. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Yeah, we were singing that song tonight. I just love how God works. We're singing amen over and over and over and over. What are we doing? When we sing, may your favour be upon us, amen, let it be. May your favour be upon us. You see, we already do a lot of prophetic declaration in the corporate. And that is awesome. But let me tell you, the devil trembles when every believer in this house and every believer in the church of God starts living a lifestyle of prophetic declaration every day from in their home, from in their workplace. And sometimes a prophetic declaration has to get loud. The kingdom suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Let me tell you, if the enemy is coming against you and you need to make a prophetic declaration, sometimes you have to get loud and give a shout for that wall to come down. But there is also power in a prophetic declaration That is simply the beauty of what God's placed in our heart overflowing from our mouth. This is not about personality either way. This is about staying in step with the Spirit. And that includes when we are praying prophetically over people. There is a time to press in and get violent and get stuff out and rebuke any spirits that are there. And there is a time for the sweetness of the Holy Spirit to be declared into situations. And so we mustn't make a rule of thumb that a prophetic declaration looks forceful only because otherwise we put things down to a formula that is not God. You can make a prophetic declaration sitting in your workplace or sitting at school when someone's come against you or done the wrong thing and you can make a prophetic declaration and say, I am loved and well favoured by God. Just like that. That's a prophetic declaration. You don't have to jump up and shout at everybody right then and there or they are going to think you're a nutcase. And we don't need any more nutcases. Do you know what? Being prophetic... Being prophetic is for every believer. And I am passionate, Steve and I are passionate about seeing believers understand the power of prophetic declaration. And I'm going to hand to Steve in a minute because I believe he's got a prophetic declaration to make. But before we do that, I'm just going to ask everyone to close their eyes. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Will, could you actually come up for a minute? Thank you, Father. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I believe God wanted me to share this for a corporate encouragement and challenge, but I also believe there are people here who feel like their voices have been shut down, that there has been a real struggle, particularly in the personal and quiet space, of speaking out the truth of God's word over their lives, over situations that they are in. It's, it's almost like you can't speak. And sometimes that is literally um, in the word of God, Jesus actually rebuked a mute spirit. There is a spirit of muteness. There is a slumbering spirit that is coming against the church that desires to literally close people's mouths. This does not mean that you are possessed. It just means that the enemy is trying to intimidate you and harass you and cause you not to stand in the authority that you have. And so if as I've been speaking tonight, you're like, I want more of that, but I am just in any way, I feel like there has been a lid on my mouth. If you feel like there has been a closing off of your ability to speak truth, particularly over your own life, that even to open your mouth and say those things would be a struggle. I just want to pray with you right now and so if that is you in any way shape or form this is not condemnation this is about receiving freedom every eye is closed so if that is you and you just want to receive a freedom to be able to speak speak truth speak prophetic declaration I just ask you to raise your hand right now just raise your hands over this place thanks for listening For more content, head to our website, davidmccracken.org.